Chapter 94 Asharh The Expansion Did we not expand your chest, O Muhammad? These verses were revealed during the second year of the Prophet's mission and point to God's favors toward him during the previous year. God has approved of what he has achieved so far and thus has expanded his chest, his ability to bear the message. Expanding the chest is a very interesting Quranic phrase, for it means that one has either an expansive or a closed heart. People show their affection for others by embracing them, greeting them with open arms and opening their hearts to them. Arabic uses an expansive chest to connote that a person breathes comfortably and feels happy upon seeing his or her beloved. Imagine a mountain climber. In order to reach the summit, he has to have two things simultaneously, sufficient lung capacity and the ability to lift his equipment off his back. You must have experienced a certain shortness of breath when walking up a steep hill, for your lungs are trying to increase their capacity to take in the needed air. So the larger your lung capacity, the more air you can take in and the faster you can climb uphill. And ease your burden. Did we not remove the almost unbearable load from you and put it down on the ground? In addition, carrying a heavy backpack will cause the climber to ascend slowly. This is just as important as having an expansive lung capacity. So first comes the chest expansion and then the ability to remove one's load and set it down. Wazir, minister, comes from the same root as wizard, heavy weight, namely someone who can reduce the ruler's workload and give him some relief. That was breaking your back. At the beginning of the mission, the prophet was overwhelmed by its complexity and seriousness. Raised without parents, this destitute orphan wanted to rise up against a degenerate society one deeply steeped in polytheism and idolatry. He therefore undertook the daunting task of confronting the polytheists by telling them that their belief system was fallacious. And elevate in dignity and spread wide the message, zikr. What does it mean to say your zikr to the Prophet? The exegetes have been careless and overlooked the fact that zikr is one of the Qur'an's names, chapter 81, verse 27. The entire Qur'an is a message of awakening. Thus, it means a message that brings people out of their sleep of ignorance and heedlessness. The Prophet never longed to be famous or achieve a high social standing, for he was no more than a messenger and wished only that his zikr, the message of the book, be elevated, dignified, and spread far afield. This verse informs the Prophet that within the first year, his message has become known far beyond his hometown. It may be hard for us to appreciate the significance of this, given the almost instant transmission of news around the world today. But during the Prophet's time, and especially in such a desolate place, this was impossible. The conclusion presented in the next three verses is that the Prophet must undertake three tasks. Indeed, hardship is co-joined with ease. 
This verse is often translated as ease follows hardship. However, upon inspection, the verse clearly says ease accompanies hardship, for it is the hardship of studying that gives rise to certain benefits and comfort. Lifting weights is difficult in the beginning, but practice and repetition soon strengthen one's muscles. This is what is meant by ease amidst difficulty, for they work in tandem. So the message is, do not worry about the difficulties and hardships facing you today, because they also bring about comfort and ease. These two states are not mutually exclusive, for they occur together instead of following one another, and that benefit and hardship are closely related. Indeed, hardship is co-joined with ease. So every difficulty is accompanied with ease. Adversity, pain and suffering should not make you disappointed or hopeless, since they will somehow benefit you. Moreover, this gain is not reserved for the day of judgment, but will be apparent even in this world, for difficulties give birth to positive effects in your being and bring about ease and comfort. So when you have completed one task, strive again toward another. After resting from your mission and responsibilities, get ready to meet new challenges. The verse employs farachta, a verb derived from the root fa-ra-ra, to complete or bring to an end. Human life comprises cycles of undertaking and completing responsibilities or tasks only to start the next one, a process that continues until we die. Every time we are relieved of our burden, we should expect that another one is on its way to us. It is human nature to want to take a break between challenges, but herein lies the danger of becoming overconfident, puffed up with pride and hungry for power. So the verse reminds us not to assume that the task is over. This is akin to taking a break after passing a major academic milestone, such as graduating from high school and then moving on to university and then graduate degrees. This attitude is quite common among those who slowly become complacent and soon come to a standstill because they have no motivation to continue the struggle. So the message is, do not become complacent once you have finished a particular task. Rather, prepare yourself for the next one. And turn eagerly to your Lord and make Him your exclusive object of desire. In this case, eagerly, arghab, from the root ra-ra-ba, means to be enamored with. True seekers of knowledge never tire of pursuing it because they are enamored with it. Some scientists spend as much time as possible confined in a small laboratory, working long hours to solve seemingly small projects. They relish this. Their life revolves around it. Reaching a milestone does not satisfy them, for they continue researching and learning. Such is the case with those believers who are eagerly seeking God. But they will never reach Him, because the path is infinite. However, the direction is toward your Lord. Ila Rabbika. We are all travelers on this path, as attested to in chapter 2, verse 156. Indeed, we belong to God, 
and surely unto him is our return. This chapter reminds the Prophet of what he achieved during the first year of his mission. Now, it is time to start anew and ascend the ladder of success one step at a time. Working in God's way has no limit. The more we persevere along this path, the wider it becomes, because we are eagerly moving toward our beloved, with ever greater strength and motivation.